Schedulicity has done it once again. They, uh, uh, in addition to their $5,000 a month grant that they give to a barber or to a hairstylist, um, they just, uh, they just made it so it's uh, a little bit easier to make some money. Yeah. I mean, they uh, came out with a credit card processing uh, payment system called Schedulicity Pays. It's pretty exciting, right? I mean, like they're offering it, uh, they're offering credit card processing for 1.99% or 10 cents a, a swipe, but... And what's cool about that is that they'll get, even give you a uh, free uh, card reader. That's unheard of, right? Because I know I paid like a bunch of money for mine. Yeah. You know? So they're going to give it to you free and then only charge you 1.99% with... Uh, 10 cent a swipe fee, right? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. Um, and also what's really cool too is it works within your Schedule City app, so you don't even have to leave the app or use a different um, like app outside of outside of the, uh, you know, the, the, the already app, right? Yeah, you just stay in one platform. That's can't it. get easier than that either. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? And you can uh, manage all your uh, all your papers right through that, right? Yeah, all your inventory and everything. It, you know, all major credit cards are accepted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part, which is also what makes Schedulicity incredible, is their their customer service, or as I like to be called, the rock stars. The rock stars. So you still have the love, same. Love the rock stars. The rock stars are are the difference makers in this company, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so you still get that uh, that that same service with them. Um, so I mean, literally getting paid just got a little bit better. Yeah. And then for uh, more information, just visit schedulicitycares.com to find out uh, more information on getting paid. Schedulicity cares. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, sit with my best bud. Tony, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? So, uh... Uh, we're kind of live, sort of live at like BTC, uh, in, uh, Washington, DC at the national Harbor. Yeah, exactly. Sort of, sort of, yeah, yeah, sort of live. Yeah. Well, we're, we're off site, right? (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, uh, we're pretty lucky because, uh, people have agreed to, uh, join us in our creeper apartment (laughs) to kind (laughs) of talk, uh, to kind of talk to us. Right. You notice everybody's bringing a friend because they don't trust you. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Everybody, (laughs) everybody this weekend is bringing a friend. It's like a bring a friend event. Dude, if my daughter said, hey, look, I'm going to do a podcast with these guys and they show me a picture of you, yeah, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I, don't, I don't blame them. Nope. <laughs> At all. Um, so our, today's guest, actually, we have some pretty exciting news that we're sort of kind of announced. I guess it'll already be announced by the time this airs, but it, it hasn't been announced yet. So, uh, so we get kind of the first digs at it. Yeah. She, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get into her story. She, uh, I think she's going to surprise us. Actually, I know she's going to surprise us, and I'll tell you, the first time that I reached out to her about coming on the podcast, she said, I'm not coming on the podcast. <laughs> she was not interested at all to come on the podcast at all. She just didn't want to, uh, she, didn't, uh, she didn't think she had enough of a story to share, and uh, I disagreed with her. Good. Good job. She's here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so our guest today is uh, Cassie Siskovic. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that, dog. See? And um, she's uh, full of surprises. I know, right? <laughs> uh, she's joining us today. And uh, I, I, I actually, like you said, I can't wait to get in her story because um, it's pretty interesting. She yeah. didn't think it was interesting, but but I certainly found it interesting. Yeah, and, and some recent big news. And she's, she's shaking and baking, man. She's like, she's definitely, uh, you know, Killing stirring, it, right? stirring things up. She's stirring it up. Let's go. Let's go. So, Miss Cassie Siskovic, welcome to your day off. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. A hundred percent, man. Thanks. Thanks for doing it. I forgot. It, I forgot about that conversation that we had when you initially asked me. Yeah. And you were like, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 you had to go through a couple of her friends first. Yeah. yeah. That's right. You know. Yeah. We, can we tell that story? Yeah. That's that, a, yeah, that's fine. That, that, uh, that um, actually, we were in the same hotel last year. And I mean, uh, just a few months ago um, for what event was that? Cosmo. Cosmoprof. Yeah, that oh, the Mid-Atlantic Cosmoprof. Mid-Atlantic, that's right. right. And we were, I think we were sitting in a bar and Olivia Smalley <laughs> says, hey, Corey, you have to meet my friend Cassie. And I won't say, I won't, I won't, I won't bring up what, how, she, how she referred to you, but. Right. Uh, <laughs> she told you how cool I was. We'll she just, totally told you how yeah. cool we'll she was. We'll keep it there. Yeah. 
<laughs> I think she said she's cooler than me. I think that, that was the reference. Like, she, um, I love her. Yeah, we she's all so love her. She's so sweet. She's legit the she's, best, and she's been she a great is. friend of ours totally. as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in love. She's she's awesome. Yeah. I, I haven't met many people that don't love her. I haven't met any. Yeah, exactly. And, so, and, and if you meet the person that does it, you're like, you're the asshole. They're awful. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so where did you grow up? I am originally from Cleveland, Ohio. And I know neither. You said you've been. Yeah, I've been to the uh, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame oh, and yeah, to, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, to the football thing. Okay, the football thing. <laughs> the football like thing. the Cleveland Browns stadium? No, 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 the like Hall the Hall of Fame. Of fame. Oh, that's in like thing. Canton. That's, that's different. In Canton, right? That's not Cleveland. Sure. Yeah, that's not Cleveland. <laughs> but I'm very proud of my hometown. And it'll, regardless of where I live, it'll always be. You're going to be excited about the Browns this year. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's, they look pretty good. Uh, they look so good. And nothing bothers me more than the bandwagon fans. <laughs> they are coming from all angles of now. Of course. Wait a sec. So should I go? Put my Browns jersey away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's—is it like real? Have you been a Browns fan since before they were good? Nobody's a Browns fan that lives <laughs> outside. Am? If you're from there, you are. <laughs> What's your parents' zip code? Uh, four four one three three. Nobody out of four four one three is a true Browns fan. False. Oh my gosh, my dad <laughs> would be like up in arms if he heard you say that. No, oh, he's going chance. to. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. He will. He's going to hear this. I got you back, Dad. I got you back, Dad. <laughs> so you guys tell LeBron fans? Yeah, LeBron's actually done. It, it was tough. Like when he first transitioned out it was obviously pretty rough for us but now it's different because he's done so much for the city that's like, cool that that's cool that he that opened up oh my uh, goodness it's it's incredible to see all the things that he's doing for the city and even since he was on the Cavs, um just the energy in the city has completely changed like i don't know there's a lot more to do. Businesses are thriving more than they ever have been. Areas that weren't safe are now like cool areas to go to. Right. So he's he's done a lot for the city and I'll I'll love him regardless. I go to I went to my first Lakers game and wore a Cavs jersey. LeBron's <laughs> Cavs jersey. I'll <laughs> never retire it you're not retire that jersey nah it's there forever there it is he'll he'll retire and and be in the rafters in in cleveland yeah yeah absolutely that's right and in miami and in the lakers right yeah wherever i mean he's got options to say the least but he'll always be he'll always be an akron ohio guy too that's awesome tell us how how was it growing up in cleveland um it was cool i mean i i grew up so originally i'm from Berea, Ohio. So that's like kind of outside of the city. That's where I went to school um, pretty early on. And then in middle school, my parents moved. My dad got a promotion with work. So we got like a nicer house and it was kind of a cool time. But it was tough moving away from my friends. I've always this is interesting. I've always um, I don't want to say I've been antisocial, but I have a really hard time meeting new people when it's not organic. If that makes sense. What do you mean not organic? Like, uh, like, for example, when I ever since seventh grade, when I moved, I just was never that person that would go up to a group of people and just like introduce myself and try to be friends with them. Like I am. That makes me so uncomfortable. I would so much rather just like go be by myself in a corner and like chill. Say hi to the person in the corner already there. Yeah, That's my my homie. The person in the corner. That's my. I I, I find that interesting because, um, you know, when Olivia introduced us, you were nothing but warm to us. You you didn't seem like that you kind of wanted to run away. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. And I I mean, I'm so comfortable with Olivia. (laughs) There we go. See? It all connects. I'm so comfortable with Olivia, though. And Mm -hmm. she's been like, that's what I mean. I almost need to see that the door's open before I like walk up to it. If that makes sense. And she and she has always been someone who's helped me meet people in the industry and on, you know, the Cosmoprof team and you guys, you know, she it's 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 nice to know people that kind of facilitate those relationships sometimes because right. it doesn't it just doesn't come as natural to me but you grew up playing uh sports didn't you i did yeah I did. and so so growing up playing sports and 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 being that athletic uh you know there tends to be a little bit of competition mm-hmm. and, and and outgoing you know mm-hmm. what i mean but it's funny that you know here you are you're saying that you're not that person you're kind of like you know the person to just chill in the corner i was the person so in the locker room i played basketball um that was like my sport. I was definitely the person who constantly had headphones in almost to the last second, unless mm-hmm. co- unless coach was like yelling at me. 
Um, even now when I do hair, sometimes I have to put headphones in and just, I don't want anyone to talk to me. I just want to be in my zone by myself. Nice. And that's it. I get that. I mean, I've headphones on a lot. <laughs> you can't yeah. imagine. But, um, but it, it helps me kind of like stay focused. Yeah. You know, I need, I need to get in my zone. I don't, if I'm distracted, I, I'm not doing the best I can and mm-hmm. to focus sometimes. Like I know myself better. You guys, I mean, when you feel like you're kind of not in your groove, I guess I need to take a second sometimes and just figure out how I'm going to get there. And sometimes it's being by myself a lot of times. Well, I'm not good by myself, but I'm good in headphones. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. So, um, so did you play any other sports or was it uh, just basketball? Um, predominantly, but I mean, I did, I tried a few different things. I was in volleyball for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I did track for a little bit. I was I was always pretty athletic. I grew up with brothers, so it was just easier to vibe with them to be in sports off right. off rips, and I was pretty good at oh, basketball. How, how many brothers do you have? Two. Two. Yeah. Where do you fall? I'm the middle, but I'm the only girl, oh. so like I'm the favorite. It's fine. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. yeah. <laughs> Daddy's girl, right? Yes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm gonna have to like watch my back for uh, dogging out the uh, the Browns. <laughs> yeah. My dad, my dad's actually. It's really funny because he um, he definitely has always been like a huge part. My mom too. She's literally my best friend. But mm-hmm. um, they actually the first behind the chair color show that I got the opportunity to present on stage at. Both of them came. No. Yeah, it was awesome. so cute. Oh I know they're they're seriously the best. I'm so blessed to have such amazing parents. But um, my dad, I'll never forget it. After he experienced the show, he was like. That was like a rock show. That was crazy. I had no idea that this existed. You're so cool. And it was nice because since I stopped playing basketball, I I was never actually worried about not connecting with my dad, but that was always our thing. So to stop playing, it was like, right. are we still going to have our thing? And we do. That's so do. incredible, man. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, your, your parents must be like, you know, you face some adversity, you know, especially in high school and or middle school. Was it middle school or high school? What are you referring to? <laughs> no, almost nice. No, meaning that that you face adversity as far as you had a uh, a um, full my pacemaker. Yeah, well, full uh, block. What is it? What is heart it? Block. Uh, full heart block. Yeah, full heart block. Yeah. And uh, but I heard that you know even after that surgery, you played your sophomore year still in basketball. <laughs> yeah. What? Well, basketball is not technically a contact sport. Do you guys know that? No, it's not considered a contact sport. So I can't play football, hockey. I don't know if there's other contact sports out there. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. I can't like spar. I still trained. I actually did like, I don't want to say this. And again, like set myself up for failure. I trained jujitsu for a little bit. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm I'm like kind of crazy like that, but um, can't spar. So anything contact I can't do. Yeah. I would think that anybody that uh, says basketball is not a contact sport never play basketball. Hey, the doctor said I could play, so I was like, "Great!" Not I mean, gonna, there's nothing but not contact stop. in the in the paint. I know, I know. And and you're pretty tall. What was your position? I was a power forward, but I was also pretty fast for my height. And mm-hmm. um, oh, so you went between three and four. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, one of my coach's favorite things to do is to size me up with the biggest girl because I was always pretty close in height, but I was way faster, obviously. So, awesome. wow. So, so did the jujitsu stop after that? It was literally months. I think um, actually it was when I lived in Indianapolis for a couple summers and there was an American top team gym like right next to where I worked. Oh, so awesome. it was more just like my brothers were always into MMA mm-hmm. and I was curious and wanted to see if I could do it without contact and it was honestly just a good workout you definitely have the body for jujitsu yeah that that's, kind of, what, know, that's what that's what they said thing. yeah <laughs> like that's what they said put people in triangle like right right, right. <laughs> yeah my brother my, both my brothers and i we uh mario yamasaki he, he had a dojo he's a ufc uh referee okay and he had a dojo um back in the in the 90s uh he was dating one of the girls in our shop and he would come in and he was had Yamasaki Jiu Jitsu. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and so myself and my two brothers, we yeah. went there for a while. Do you guys pretty... follow MMA? Did you just see um, Stipe? 
Yes. When Cleveland. Cleveland. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland. TKO, fourth round. I, I post about that stuff on my Instagram page because I just can't help it, but I know 90% of my followers literally don't care. Like, huh? <laughs> or no, like 90% of my followers are probably like, what? why is she posting this guy with like the busted up face? Right. But I'm like, he's from Cleveland. I got to celebrate. Got to run. Like, yeah. Get the baddest man on the planet living right. in Cleveland. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Cass, I want to take you back a little bit. So, yeah. t- tell what was the what was the heart blockage or like tell me tell me that whole story yeah so when i was 15 um actually hold on let me back up when i was in kindergarten i realized i had a heart murmur because i fainted a couple times Mm -hmm. and that's so if you're familiar that's so normal like a lot of people have heart murmurs it's just an irregular heartbeat it's nothing crazy um but when i was in high school no it would have been middle school i was 15 (laughs) Um, eighth or ninth grade yeah yeah, the in-between I guess um (laughs) I was realizing I was working just as hard as everyone else on my basketball team but I was getting really tired Mm -hmm. and I was frustrated my coach was pissed at me and I I don't know so I went to my mom and I was like listen I like I just maybe have athletically induced asthma that was what we originally thought was it was just something you know when you're working as hard as everyone else but you see you're not succeeding to your full potential that you feel like you could. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew I had to figure something out. So we went to the doctor and the Cleveland clinic, they're like a renowned for their, um, their heart doctors. So mm-hmm. I was super lucky to get a pediatric cardiologist who initially was kind of like, Oh, here's this girl and her mom just walking in. She gets tired when she plays basketball, like totally rolling his <laughs> eyes. Um, but we did a bunch of tests, um, and I, I'll never forget, he walked into the room and he goes, ladies, I'm so sorry. I completely misjudged the situation. You have full heart block. And I, at the time, I honestly didn't really understand what that meant or what or it the was. the severity of it or yeah. anything. Yeah. My, I just remember looking at my mom and her face. And my mom's a really incredibly strong woman. And I just remember her being shocked. Mm-hmm. And the shock factor is what like, really took me back. Um, so at that point when I was 15, I was still like, basically my heart's missing an AV node that connects the top and bottom part. So they don't beat in sync. Um, and actually, um, one of my cavities almost doesn't pump blood out to my body to the point where I would like go into a coma if I fell asleep and didn't pay attention to it. So at that time, it was more preventative. I still had enough activity with Mm -hmm. my heart, but my doctor was like, listen, you should get your pacemaker done now. So that way, as you get, he's, he was like your mid twenties. Um, that's when you're going to need it. You're going to be a hundred percent dependent on it. So we might as well do our first one now. Then you can have your battery change. Um, and you'll be good. So yeah. (laughs) I mean, what was, I mean, I can't imagine like what the house is like, like your brothers and stuff. I mean, they, they clearly like you a little bit. So. <laughs> I'm super close with my family, my brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, at the time, I think they were even young too. And, you know, when, when I was 15 going through this, like I remember, again, still not totally understanding the severity of it and thinking more about my scar. Sure. Like my dad, my dad at the time, he was like, if you want to get a tattoo to like make it look cool, you can. <laughs> I mean, I was 15, Aww. so that's like right. pretty cool of a parent right. to say. But I, I just didn't know what it was going to look like. I didn't know how much it was going to protrude. Um, so, of course, as a 15 year old girl, I was worried about that, different things. Sure. Right. Um, of course. But it wasn't until so when I was 25, I got my second battery. And the change out was super simple. Like, it's almost like I just have a pocket in my chest and mm-hmm. they put in a new battery, plug it in, and I'm good to go. Good for 10 more years or so? Um, yeah, so 7 to 10, because I'm I'm now 98% dependent on my battery, it's probably only going to be 7, whereas my first one was 10. Gotcha. So I'm like literally right so the the you, put a, you put a phone up to it or something, and they can read it? or Yeah, it's crazy. So technology now is wild. Every four months or so, I do over-the-phone checkups. I have an app on my phone. And I know it's wild. It's I actually it's like a magnet almost that I put up to the pacemaker and it takes readings and um, the readings are sent via Bluetooth to the app on my phone. And that's incredible. Man. I know. That is crazy. <laughs> I know. It's really amazing. And um, 
I mean, since moving, my mom, she's been ready to kick my ass for not finding a cardiologist in LA, but I'm sure there's not one. (laughs) I know, I know, but it's, it's easy, you know, to keep in touch with my doctor, my doctors at home. But you travel so much. So it really doesn't, I do travel a lot. No big deal to pop into Cleveland. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her family sounds a lot like my family. Uh, You know, I heard that, uh, like all you guys grew up on one, on one street. Didn't you, were you close with all your family? I'm really close with all my family. My my mom's side of the family has 13 siblings. Oy. She has, would have been 15, has 13 siblings. Four, no, 12. She's the 13th. Um, so I've always had a really big family, and most of them live in like the greater Cleveland, Ohio area. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, we were never... Actually, no, that's a lie. I did grow oh. up on the same street as one of my uncles, so yeah, yeah. I forget. <laughs> Not that I grew up on the same street with all my family, but all my family lives relatively close, and yeah. we're you know we're constantly having barbecues and stuff like that. And there's like 60, 70 of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it's it's, all, it's a whole event. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole situation. Any holiday, Labor Day, all you big, name it. All it's, big, and there's a there's like a thousand of, children. A bunch of Siskovics there. Siskovics Malloy's is my mom's side of the family. Siskovics uh, side, my dad. Um, that's a decent sized family too. I have cousins who have quite quite a few kids. So, and they're all in the uh, all the Malloys. Yeah. Like, who's the Siskovic? <laughs> <laughs> they they sing pretty well, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Like growing up with my aunts and uncles when I was younger, I never really knew like who was a Malloy and who wasn't. I just knew that their their blood some family. Yeah, that yeah. they were all there. And it wasn't until I was older that I learned, oh, that's my mom's sister, that's her brother, that's their wife, whatever. Right. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Dude, so how did you uh how did you find our fabulous industry? <laughs> so, my mom um Mom Malloy. Mama Mama Malloy. Her name is Mary. <laughs> Ma- Mama Mary Malloy. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to die when she hears that. Um, yeah, she she owns a salon in Get Ohio. Really? Yeah, yeah, she owns a salon in Strongsville, Ohio. Um, she's owned it pretty much all my life. She is she's incredible. She's one of those people that's going to work behind the chair until she literally physically can. <laughs> like I kid you not until wow. she literally physically can't. Um, which is a good and bad thing for her because she pushes herself really hard. Right. Um, she works harder than anyone I ever know and she's she's definitely why I wanted to be in the industry because I mean, I grew up in that salon when I was old enough to hold a broom. I was in there sweeping, Uh um, just kind of watching all the other colorists and artists work. And I just saw the difference she made in people's lives through that everyday interaction and was like, I could do that. That could be cool. (laughs) But neither of my parents went to college. So, um, I got my cosmetology license through a technical school, Cuyahoga Valley Career Center. We called it CVCC. Um, I wasn't going to try that one. I know. Uh, I, was, I was a little worried if I was going to get it out right. So. I, I was reading your eyes. <laughs> if she's not sure, I'm definitely Yeah, CVCC, sure. we'll just leave it at that. Um, but I got my cosmetology license in high school. So that was kind of cool. It gave me the opportunity. My parents really wanted me and my brothers to all go to college. So... Um, I went to college. I went to the University of Mount Union. Um, Did you play basketball for them? I, that was the intention, um, but no. Okay. Didn't happen, huh? Not really. Yeah. It happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I got a degree in business and um, kind of focused on chemistry, too, with a lot of my uh, subliminal classes, which helped with the connection to the industry. And... Um, I never, I honestly really didn't have any idea what part of the industry I wanted to work in, but I knew like somehow whether it would be, I'd work behind the chair Mm -hmm. to pay off college or, um, I don't know for a minute. I thought I'd work in a more corporate setting, which I guess the progressions kind of been interesting, (laughs) but I thought maybe I'd be like more on the marketing side than actually being an artist and doing hair. So, um. Yeah. Well, now you just—I mean—you're so like well-rounded in that. Then, yeah, you know, like the marketing and, and I mean, it's important. I feel like particularly today. I mean, you know, I mean, think about oh, like yeah. how important marketing is in our industry now. I mean, there's a lot of things. I feel like it—it it gives me an opportunity to really be a bridge to 
the everyday stylist and some of these brands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot, there's a lot of people now who can be, you know, brand ambassadors and represent a brand, but I feel like I understand it on a deeper level because of, because the of my schooling. The yeah. 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 Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so, um, then after college I got an internship opportunity through Kenner professional. Um, so you've been with them since the beginning for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I interned with them during college. That's when I lived in Indianapolis cause they were originally based there. All right. Um, so I would during the summer, instead of going home and partying like everybody, I'd <sighs> go to Indianapolis and I worked in the Kenner headquarters. Um, I worked pretty closely with Rob Dubray. He's like the creator of Kenner Color um, and our in-house chemist at the time. And I, <laughs> my first job was working the 1-800 number with Kenra. <laughs> Are you serious? Literally. Oh, my God. Probably the worst <laughs> job I've ever had, <laughs> to be honest. So, but so, <laughs> as an intern, I mean, they didn't have any like stylist technical support. So I was the only... Again, I was the only connection from the brand to the stylist at that point in time through their one eight hundred number. But you were like a like a one year hairdresser. I mean, yeah, but the training that I experienced under Rob, under right. and the chemist. I mean, um, Mark Stuckey is his name. He's a mm-hmm. brilliant, brilliant man. Um, so was that a big hit headquarters or was it little? Uh, is it like no, you know? Like, hold on, Barry. Hey, Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do I tra- where do I transfer? <laughs> it was it, it wasn't big. It yeah. wasn't big yeah. at all. Nothing like the Hankel building is. No, no. You know, nothing yeah. like that. That's um, extraordinary. But it was it was cool. I mean, it's a it was a family business, you know, and I became really close with a lot of the people I worked with, and they were honestly my mentors at the beginning of my career with Kenra are the ones that helped me find my path in education. Like I didn't know that I was going to be in education. It, someone else saw that in me. Wow. Um, so I, I was really fortunate to work with a lot of really incredible people. Well, we, we want to thank them because yeah, a lot of times it, t- it does take someone else that sees something in you that you don't see in yourself and, and then mentor you to bring that out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're, exactly. we're excited Lakin. that you did that. Lakin was the one that got right. me into education. So thank you, Lakin. <laughs> thank, you, thank you, Lakin. Right. <laughs> so from Indianapolis. Oh, no, y'all wrap it. <laughs> she's actually she's gonna kill me for saying this. She's a huge Ja Rule fan, so we we instantly vibed like as soon as I met her. But um, yeah, she was she was a huge influence in my career as well. Awesome, that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> so uh, after Indianapolis, did you go back to Cleveland or yeah? So after the summer periods, I would go back to school, and then um, when I graduated school, I got offered a full-time position with Kenra as an educator. So they were one of the only brands at the time to have a full-time education team. It was pretty unique. Um, so I would only work behind the chair, like maybe on weekends or, mm-hmm. you know, during holiday season, it's slower for education. So that's a busier time in salon. Right. Um, so I'd find my opportunities <laughs> to get in there when I could. But for the most part, I was full-time educating. I worked in a region, God, I covered... Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It was a lot. I bought a 2015 car and I'm like sick to say that right now it has like over 120,000 miles on it. Oh, I thought you were going to go the opposite. I, I thought you were going to be like, it has 2,000 miles. No, because a lot the, of that territory is driving. A lot yeah, of that territory no is driving. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. A lot yeah. of that is. So, uh, Oh, I, I meant to ask you, like, how's the rap game in Cleveland? <laughs> I have been waiting. I was wondering when you were going to circle that. <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel like Cleveland's why I'm as cool as I am, to be honest. You are pretty like, cool. Like, when you get to know me, I'm actually kind of cool. <laughs> but um, when, when you go join her in the corner, you'll learn that she's really cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you come to my corner. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have. I have a pretty solid group of friends in Cleveland, and I mean, we're all pretty into rap and hip hop. Really, I always have been. It's just always been my vibe. You gonna you gonna throw down a couple bars? No, come guys, on, Cass. Come on. <laughs> that's for like that's that's like that's tonight like in person. Yeah, that's exclusive content. You can't. You got to be in person. You just you just here with friends. You just here with Tony and I. Just a couple friends. <laughs> 
But I don't freestyle. I think Kelly Carnegie. You know what's funny? My first karaoke experience was with um, Ken Rowe when I worked for them. And I remember we we all went to a bar after the Behind the Chair Color show. We were all like letting loose. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd never done karaoke before, but I was like, screw it, whatever. All, all of like the VPs were there. And I just, word for word, baby got back. Didn't even look at the screen. Baby's got back. <laughs> just... Go ahead. All right, so later when you relax a little bit, you have a little rap battle with Corey here. Yeah, <laughs> Tony's, I got mean, the, Tony's got the bars. Yeah, the freestyle bars are like the the actual song bars. Both. <gasps> He's got both. I can tell. You got both. Oh well, shit! We'll play later. We'll <laughs> 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 <So> play later. <laughs> you guys are disappointing everybody that's listening in here, right? I can't do it. I can't do it. I think I we need. A, I think we need another truly. Right. <laughs> we have a little special beat for you. No, you don't. No, we don't. No, <laughs> just oh, oh, we should have. Yeah. Keep your glass. No, <laughs> I can't do it. All right, listen. Listen for after the podcast, and, right. and Cass is going to give us a couple bars. <laughs> so, so, so how so how long were you with Kenra? Seven years, mm. and I've been doing hair for ten. Wow. So that's most of my career. Yeah, no doubt. That's cool. So uh, is this the time? <laughs> yeah, I, I was just bringing it back to Kenra. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. So did you, how'd you get to LA? Um, Kenra relocated me to LA. Did they move? They, so they moved oh, from yeah. Indianapolis? Um, yes. That, they actually moved before I got the job offer to move to LA, though. So their corporate team had been there for about about a year mm-hmm. um i came later and um yeah how difficult is it like when while you're telling me your story like what kept going through my head is like how difficult is it to like build a clientele and to be you know educating a lot during the week you know you yeah. said you're only working a couple of days a week or a couple of days a month or well whatever. i mean now that i live in la so the the great thing about ohio is i always had my mom's salon space to work out of but in LA I, I don't right now I don't have a, a space I had mm-hmm. the academy but I mean I was busy with Kenra we pumped out somewhat close to like 30 videos like wow. full-length YouTube videos of education right. and I mean that might not sound like a big number but it was in a time frame of I don't know maybe like six to eight months and there's Listen, a lot that goes into that anybody like, that's done so any kind much. of content even small content you understand and I had how to, much I had to they had me scripting, so I had to write all my own scripts. I had to. Wow. I mean, I'm. They call me the one take wonder. <laughs> so I'm actually. Well, until you ask for a hip hop, right? <laughs> one, she won't do hip hop in one take. What? what? Well, she could, but she just ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I thrive under pressure. I don't think you guys quite understand, but I don't put myself in the position if I'm not a hundred percent confident. I mean, baby's got back. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, wow! It's like it's like seeing a squirrel again. Yeah, uh, squirrel. Yeah. Right. squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> squirrel. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. So, um, so I mean, so when you said that you were doing thirty videos and how much time that took, so you, were you saying that, that you oh, haven't sorry. kind of built like a clientele? No, now? I I wasn't working behind the chair. I mean, I luckily have a best friend, so she. Her name is Milena. Um, she moved from Cleveland to LA about three years ago. And she works in a beautiful salon in West Hollywood off Melrose. It's called Alan M Salon. Um, like the letters L and M? Alan M. Alan. His Alan, name's got Alan. It, got it, got it, got yeah. it, got it. Um, he'll let me come in and work. So that was actually how I got to start trying some different color outside of Kendra. Oh, snap. Um, but other than that, I was I was busy. I mean, I kid you not. And I did all of their shows. So, you know, when show season starting in the spring and fall, you like you're gone every other weekend. Right. Yeah. No doubt. And with downtime, if if I could have any between all the filming that we did, I was not about to be behind the chair. I needed to That's a do lot. laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And go to the gym and yeah. refocus. and Yeah. Re- redo redo yeah, yourself and like right? take a minute yeah. you know it's a tough grind man yeah, yeah. spring yeah. and fall yeah, yeah show season's our, no joke yeah we see it with you guys i mean you know we're, 
we're just like we're the tail we're following right <laughs> but, <laughs> you guys i mean the people that we see i mean you guys it's day in day out and it's long days you know what i mean and you gotta be on the yeah. whole time yeah which yeah. is a lot for me because right. <laughs> I don't like I like to be alone. I don't like to be on <laughs> when it's when it's with people like you guys. It's uh, cool to be on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so how many fist bumps is that? Three. Yeah, I like that. I feel thing. like that means I'm doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, you're doing yeah. a good job. <laughs> like awesome. it. No, everyone, people are gonna love this. <laughs> right? If they really want to hear. Baby's got back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we gotta forget that. We got. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'm in now like a pit bull. <laughs> like a pit bull. <laughs> like a pit bull. I'm not letting it's go. It's aggressive. Yeah, very. Um, yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> so silly. Oh. So, um, so you're not with Kenra anymore. I'm not. So let's, uh, what was that like? I mean, that, that had to be an emotional. Yeah. That's oh, man, you guys. Yeah. It was a decision that honestly it did. It took me months to make. I was approached by someone who um, actually when I was an intern, she worked for Kenner at the time, but she was, she was a VP. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I interviewed with Kenra, she is the person that ultimately hired me. Um, And that's why, I mean, you just never know, like the people you meet, the connections you make, like it's always, it's so important to do the best job you can because you never know when it's going to come back full circle. And she Mm -hmm. was the one you know, that initially believed in me then. And she gave me this opportunity now. And I mean, to work with her and this brand, it was like, I could never pass the opportunity up. Sure. I and couldn't. Did, did Kendra understand? It was a, yes, totally. I think it was a little bit of a surprise. Um, because when I move, I try to move quietly. Right. Um, but outside of that, I mean, Kenra's still like I mean they're my family and the education team there they're people that I'll be in touch with forever. Right. Um, and that's also and that's, that speaks volumes for Kenra, right? So oh, a, lot, yeah. a lot of brands they 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 become territorial and and they're quite offended or you know what I mean they, they yeah. get upset when someone leaves like someone like you. Yeah. But for them to understand, even though I mean they they weren't happy they they might have been sad but yeah. they understood and you still call them family. That's that oh, speaks volumes. They've all been. Beyond. And even, I mean, my coworkers, but the stylist that I met through educating across the country, like I was, I was nervous mm-hmm. because my following, I'm not like a lot of these influencers. I didn't get a shot with a brand because I had a following. My following grew with the, the brand. brand. Right. You know right. what I mean? So I have a lot of Kenra colorists in my following and I was like, I don't know how they're really going to feel about <laughs> me not working with Kenra anymore. <laughs> But the overwhelming amount of like support and love and encouragement and excitement, it, it really pleasantly surprised me. So you didn't wake up and then half your followers were gone. I was honestly like kind of nervous. <laughs> I don't know. It was sure. it was nerve wracking. But no, it's it's been great. That's yeah, awesome. well, once they get to know you, I mean, you know what I mean? That's it's, what I it's, hope. Yeah, it's, pers- it's more personable. It's not yeah. about Kenra anymore, yeah. you know? So yeah. That's pretty awesome. That speaks good about them, too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No for doubt. sure. I mean, it's called social media, right? Right. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Well, we're, we're in this, everybody's in this game together. Yeah, you're you right. And, and I kind of think that, I mean, we've, we've talked about it a few times, like, um, in the podcast or just where the industry is. I mean, I, I think that there is... Um, there's a better understanding that we're hairdresser to hairdresser and it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the, the, the tribes of the brands or, yeah. the, or the brand tribe, uh, the brand tribes necessarily. Like, right. Yeah, I know like when we were coming up, there's a lot of that. And, I mean, there's still some of that. Trust me. I have friends that like are in the world are in like the Redken world. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned Cassie outside of the Redken world. They're like, who? Yeah. No. And, and there's just no idea of. There's of totally, the there's different pillars to this industry still that oh, completely. are totally separate. Yeah. It, it's it fascinates me like even like as we're like okay you know like like tony and i have killed the l'oreal like like brands you know mm-hmm. we've talked to so many people from the l'oreal world and yeah. stuff so you know as we start okay well you know who's in paul mitchell or who's in the well <laughs> we thought we were going to start with kenra but i guess not however starting with right. someone even someone maybe a little even, bit more exciting yes <laughs> That's that that that's pretty cool. So uh so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you. So okay. uh, so where the hell did you end up? I am the national artistic director for Alpha Parf Milano. That's Yay. amazing. And that's awesome. Alpha Parf okay, so 
Alpha Parf is a really incredible brand. Um, they are actually the number one professional hair color brand, a professional Italian hair color brand in the world. Wow. I mean, it, like, it, that's impressive. They're, that they're an incredible brand. And even since I've been using the color, you know, in the last week, as much as I've learned, um, Terry, she's our director of education. She's mm-hmm. taught me so much in like, gosh, like two days. <laughs> like we trained for like two days. And my eyes have been opened. Right. It's been, it's been amazing. It's, it's seriously been amazing. And I'm, that's another thing I really wanted to make sure is by transitioning from a brand, I needed to believe in the product. Of course, I had to right. believe in the range that they had to be able to speak to it and to educate on it. Cause a lot of what they want me to do is just put the brand out there. Right. They, they have the education team, they have the foundation, they have the products, but not enough people know yeah. how incredible they are. So it, it, it I didn't know until just now. They actually, they actually <laughs> manufacture a lot of color lines. Oh, do Did they? you guys know that? No, 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 oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Oh uh-uh. yeah. Uh-uh. Like, uh, a like, lot of Italian lines or just lines in general? Lines that are here. Oh, really? <laughs> I can't say, That's but, cool. but yeah, there's but. a lot. Yeah. I mean, they, they're kind of a monster, mm-hmm. but they, it's been quiet in the U S and I think it's, it's off a part of time. Right. I was kind of, I mean, I was, you know? I was going to say that, like, like you see them around, but you don't see them in, in this broad mm-hmm. scale either, right? Yeah. Where are they yeah. available? Like, are they available at, at some of the, um, at the distribute? Where are they distributed? So they have a few different distributors. Their distribution's different. It's not Cosmoprof. Um, it's nothing that I've been used to. It's actually something I'm still getting to know. But mm-hmm. like, um, Premier is one of the ones that I'm most familiar with in the U.S. that mm-hmm. they are distributed through. Um, there's quite a few, and so I'm, they, I'm so, still so there, it's like like there's 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 product lines that that get distributed at smaller uh, distributors. Right. Okay, yeah. so it's not like the it's not the massive salon center no. or the Cosmo So it's just like the more local kind of yep. like distributors that are, that are that, yeah. are that are pushing it forward, like the mm-hmm. true beauty type. Yeah, true yeah. beauty. Are they are, are they in true beauty? Yeah, I believe they I are. I think that's the one. True we beauty. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta yeah. get used to that. Check, <laughs> <laughs> gotta write. Yeah. <laughs> For people, for people listening, Cassie's got like uh, Cassie's got like her attorney in the room with us. Is that correct? Is that correct? I feel like I'm at like May Ling's new too, though. So we're we're like kind of in this together. Well, w- welcome to the family, May Ling. Yeah. Oh, you get one of these too. Oh, you get you get a little fist bump. You get a little fist bump. It's actually it's pretty amazing. So um, being at a director's level for me is a big deal. That's been a career goal of mine. Um since I knew what a director was and um, to be a stylist and have that opportunity for me was something I really always aspired to do. But what's been really cool about, so Betsy Hamlet is the senior vice president of off park. She's the one who hired me. She's the one who approached me with this opportunity and she's the one who hired me at Kenra. Um, She is probably one of the most intelligent, strong, confident and hardworking women successful like I can't even say enough good things about her Um, someone that if you get an opportunity to learn from you don't pass it up you know I'm getting on the podcast she's (laughs) right Um, she's she would be great uh oh side note okay put a word in put it in the introduction okay okay Um, but she has hired I don't not on purpose um, but a team of women to run this brand in the US. Awesome. That's and cool. yeah. We're all like super excited. We're already super close. I feel like I've worked with you guys forever, for longer than a week. <laughs> 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 like it's it's kind of crazy. I feel like I've been in this with this brand longer than I have already. And um, it already feels like family or feel like it's been there for a while now. That's that's good that's stuff. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, it's it's a really cool time. It's a really exciting time. And I feel like I'm surrounded by a team of people to where I'm I'm completely confident what I don't have, they, they 100% have. Yeah. have. That's pretty cool. So are they, are, is this like a very purposeful, like, let's relaunch the brand. Let's, let's try to get, you know, take up more like, um, uh, um, what am I looking for? Like, just take up more of the map. Like, try to be, have, I think it's really just about telling people that it, 
what it is, you know, and what we have. I mean, a lot of the products I see other brands launching, we have, and we've had for a while. Um, The formulation of the color itself, um, from what I've learned, it's actually incredibly complex, Um, but it's to truly deliver the best end results. Um, And most color lines kind of like dumb that down and dilute it Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, so the quality of what we have in our arsenal is fire, 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 fire. So they, uh, it's a complete line. And so they have a, they have an lightener. They have, they have evolution of color, which is the permanent, um, colorware, which is like our demi. Mm -hmm. Is it a cream Um, base or is it more like a gel base? It is a cream base. Uh Yeah. It's, it's got a really nice viscosity but that's like one thing for example that makes it a little bit more complex um at least to me is the <laughs> the mixing ratio for the permanent color instead of it being one to one it's mm-hmm. one to one and a half one and a half developer yeah oh, so but you, so you're saving money yes a hundred percent but people don't necessarily connect that right away you right. know I, I think that's something you see the complexity of it but you don't immediately look at the benefits and mm-hmm. that's one huge benefit but it's also like the base of the formulation um, it's that rich. She's looking at me like, you know I what understand. I mean? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like looking, right. I'm looking directly at you. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> I, I have no clue. I'm, all I do is cut. Yeah. I cut hair. I don't uh, color. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I remember we worked with the brand and like they, they had a reformulation mm-hmm. and, and like it was much thicker, the, mm. the, the, the reformulation. And I remember just thinking like, Instead of thirty grams, it's going to take me forty grams to do a retouch, and like right. you know, now now they've just increased the price by ten percent without increasing yeah. the price by ten percent. Right, we all have this conversation. I'm going to hang out. With me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, but so yeah, cool. I mean, I'm still learning so much. Luckily, I have, um, you know, our director of education, Terry. She's been an incredible resource for me already. She's actually a pretty dope person in the industry too. Been in it for a long time. Um, and the rest of the education team too, that I've gotten to meet mostly yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that, I mean, that's the thing though. I'm, I'm so excited and I've been welcomed with, I mean, open arms doesn't even begin to explain it. I feel, I feel at home and coming to this show, you know, this is the first big show I ever presented on a big platform. Oh wow. Um, and I've always come with my Kenra family. So it's, it's nerve wracking to come here with a different team it was weird you know but today they they made me feel really good this is really interesting about this show because i know quite a few people like like got started here like i know Mm -hmm. even schmegs last year that was kind of her first big stage and stuff and like she blew up she blew up she's been blown up right but just like (laughs) just like you see it so many times or you've you've heard about it a few times where you know the someone's first stage presentation was mm-hmm. here at BTC. Yeah. I find that, yeah, I think that amazing. Let's be seen in, in Louisiana about four years ago. I right. Think that's kind of like where the BTC show in Louisiana, yeah. that's where he kind of got. Ricky but, too, right? Didn't, yeah. didn't Ricky kind of talked about it as well. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible really, right? Like, yeah. This is the stage, this is the stage that makes stars apparently. Yeah. I mean, it's the big, I, for me, it's easily the biggest audience I've ever presented to. And, um, the first year I was what, like, 23 years old that I presented on it. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, which is, I mean, that's young <laughs> to put yeah. a stylist on a platform like that, you know, but I, that was when I really truly connected with the fact that I can thrive on platform and wow. that I do thrive under pressure and that like, it just came very naturally to me. How it takes cuts. It's just, such, this is so weird because <laughs> like, you know, you're the girl that wants to sit in the corner, but then like, you also want to be at the front of the stage. It's contradictory, isn't it? Right. Yeah. I mean, no judgment on my, it's just, it's just interesting that, yeah. that, that there's something there. Well, I think it's very different. Um, when I'm at work, even, even in the salon. So for example, if I'm teaching a class in salon and I'm engaging with those stylists, like that's very different because what I'm speaking about, what I'm talking to, I feel completely confident in like it's tacit knowledge i can carry that conversation with you i can relate to you um it's super easy to connect with you and the door is already open because that's my job right Right. yeah um but in social settings (laughs) i feel like it just becomes a mess (laughs) so i'd rather (laughs) just avoid it (laughs) and being on stage i'm not actually having a conversation with anyone but myself so (laughs) (laughs) or if i'm presenting with someone right yeah That's that's interesting yeah I just don't know if I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd cower down in that situation. I don't know. You'd surprise yourself. Oh, I feel su- like I surprise myself. 
I'm surprised. Yeah. <laughs> shock factor is high. If, if I was on that stage, I would shock you because you'd be like, "Why is he?" Oh, whatever. Off the stage. No, whatever. <laughs> so, like, so, like, after a long day and you go home to be by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you tend to watch reruns of Modern Family or do you the just Office? Tend the Office. Uh huh. Is it on the loop? Oh, yeah. I'm. I am devastated that that's getting taken off Netflix. I know, but <laughs> next year is closer than we think. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if it's someone will pick it up, right? Maybe Amazon will pick it up or something. Well, I also have a broken Fire Stick, so I'm like kind of being stupid i can watch it anytime <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but just the idea of it being taken away from netflix is like it's, it's i don't know devastating it's yeah. clearly but you can always just it's an outrage <laughs> use yeah your fire stick with cody you, you can always have it yeah, yeah exactly yeah no worries so maybe after the office then you'll you'll start to put modern family on the loop yeah i like modern family i don't know if i could watch it on loop like that though really no i don't think so that's interesting I don't think so. I mean, it's interesting about The Office. Like, are there any other shows you can put on the loop? Mm, I don't think so. Strawberry ice cream in the office. Strawberry <laughs> ice cream in the office. And I have a puppy now. No. Oh, my gosh, you guys. He is my whole freaking world. Oh, okay. His name's Chance, named after Chance the Rapper. We'll put that there. Oh, uh, there was wasn't there a dog movie with Chance? <laughs> yeah, but that that's <laughs> not the rapper. Don't don't associate it. It's, okay. Don't get it twisted. It's Chance the Rapper. Um, yeah, he's a Pomsky. What the heck what? is a Pomsky? Oh my gosh! Okay, so I grew up with German Shepherd Huskies uh-huh. my whole life. Like my, we've had three dogs in my family. German Shepherd Huskies, two currently still in Ohio. And my original plan when I moved to LA was to take one of them with me, but my dad was like, no. <laughs> that dog will be miserable in your tiny little apartment in LA. Mm-hmm. So um, they were like, you should just get a dog for yourself. You're ready. <laughs> and I, it, I had to like, I was like, I'm really ready. Right. <laughs> and they were like, ah! and then I just made the jump. <laughs> but um, but it's a, a Pomeranian Husky. So he's like what? a mini Husky. You guys, no. you need to go like when you, when you have a chance, I have a highlight in my, on my Instagram page of him now. All right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable content. Probably, arguably the best content I have. <laughs> so I how, how old is your Pomsky? He is almost six months. He is just a little man. Yeah, yeah right. Look, how, look how, how handsome he is. How big will he get? <laughs> um, like 25 pounds, they told me. He's already 20. He's grown pretty fast, so I wouldn't be surprised. What, what is it? They said that they double from the six-month mark. I so know. We're like 40 or 50. That thing's going to be like 80 pounds. If it happens, it's meant to be. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You know? I'm not going to. That is. I'm, I'm going to be dog. happy. I, I've been a big dog person my whole life. So mm-hmm. living in LA, that's like one of the things. I'm like, oh, my God. All these people with their little dogs. I, oh. oh, so you mean big dog, not like like I'm a big fan of dogs. You're saying like you like big dogs. Like actual like big size big dogs. dogs. Yeah. I, <laughs> okay. I cannot lie. I have three, three uh. dogs. I have a small, medium, and large. Okay. I have a little Variety's chug. Variety's nice. Yeah, a little chug, a chihuahua mm-hmm. pug. Aww. I have a mix. It looks like a, she looks like a fox. Like you ever seen uh. that cartoon Robin Hood? Robin Hood? Oh, yeah. She's like bright she looks, red. She just looks like, just like Robin Hood. The it's black tongue. I love that. Oh She's about 40 pounds. Then I have an English Mastiff. I love Mastiffs. Beautiful dogs. Oh, big giant lab dog. Beautiful. <laughs> exactly. yeah. yeah. 200 pound lab dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best though. That's why I like big dogs. The cuddles, but Chance is pretty. He's, he's pretty cuddly and he takes up most of my free time now. It's like a pillow. It's yeah. Soft, cuddly. He's, yeah. He's a good excuse to be antisocial. So what's Chance do when um when 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 Cassie's on the East Coast? He's with his babysitter. Who's, his uh, nanny. Who's <laughs> he has a nanny. <laughs> Basically. She's um she's someone I met uh through my friend Elena. She's one of her clients. And um I had a really bad experience with one of those apps, the dog walking apps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? I sw- someone tried to take him. Like literally almost didn't return him like three hours after the um, previously agreed upon time. I thought, I thought he was gone. I was, Oh my God, I was actually in premier Orlando when it happened. Yeah. 
um, just one day because my he was friend like three months old at the time. He was little, and Melena was helping me with him for most of the time in the overnights. Mm-hmm. But Saturday during the day, she's in the salon, so she's booked up. So I scheduled one of these people <laughs> um, to come let him out like every couple hours because he was a puppy, so he right. needed to be let out every few hours. And she took him. <laughs> I was losing it. How'd you know that he, that, that well, she took him? So honestly, there was a lot of miscommunication throughout the day. And because I was working the <laughs> show, um, Melena was helping me a lot with the communication of it. So I just think there were a lot of missing pieces in the situation. Um, but at first it wasn't a big deal that she took him. Including like, okay. chance. <laughs> yeah. 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 See what you did there. Um, it wasn't a big deal because the let outs were every couple hours. So initially I was like, okay, like, I guess we have to take him instead of like coming back and forth to where he lives, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got the text from Elena and she was like, I don't want to freak you out, but chance isn't here and I'm off work. And I, oh. lo- when I tell you I lost my mind, I, I, I was on the phone with the LAPD. What? Yeah. I was filing a police report because this bitch stole my dog. <laughs> were you, were, were you, uh, were you crying or were you fighting? I was pissed. Yeah. After the fact, when he came home, I cried. Got it. But in the moment I was heated. Heated? Yeah. Yeah, Cleveland came out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Cleveland came out. Right. Wow. Ready. But awesome. yeah. So anyway, we don't do that when I go on trips right. anymore. He now has someone that I really trust and um they're having a good time. He lost a tooth since I've been gone this week, which, you know, kind of makes me sad that I missed it. But she said he he probably swallowed it. So <laughs> he probably did. I don't think I missed much. Right. No. It's like, oh, there's a hole there. It'll still be there when you yeah. get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> no, Good, no, I'm glad. No, no yeah. dog apps, right? No walking apps? Nope. Yep. Nope. 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 No chance. Ha. <laughs> ah, see what I did there? Ah, see what you did there? That wasn't even purposeful. <laughs> <laughs> no chance coming home. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, chance wow. came home. No chance. Chance, chance made it oh, home. He came home. Just like that movie. Chance made it home. Yeah. There you go. That's right. So as we wind this thing down, is there anything else you want you want to talk about with your new position or anything else you want to plug or throw out there? I mean, I I'm just so excited for this opportunity. It's it's one that I I never honestly truly thought I would receive in my career. Mm-hmm. Um so being the national artistic director, I can't even say it. The national artistic <laughs> director for Alpha I know. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be promoting them a lot on digital. So Mei Ling and I, we're, we're going to be working together a lot to oh, put together cool. some content to really help stylists understand what it is and what's available to them and why it's so incredible. And um, hopefully we're going to put it on the map. I mean, where, where, where are they going to be able to find this? So definitely on, on their Instagram page, on the Alpha Parf Instagram page, we're going to start doing some YouTube things as well. Some more full length videos. Um, my Instagram page, I'm, you know, I'm not as good about posting the content on my personal page. Mm-hmm. I mean, with Kenner, it always filtered back to them, but I'm going to try, especially with the following that I have, because it seems like they're very receptive to, to hearing more about it. And, um, I'm passionate about it. I'm ready. I'm excited. And cool. yeah, I think there's, there's a lot we're about to do. It's, it's an exciting time. You can kind of like see her like, like yeah. shaking I'm around. Hyped. Like, oh, I'm hyped. Oh, I'm so around. ready. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing too. I mean, this year for Color Show, um, it's it's been interesting being here because I'm kind of sitting back, you know, getting to know things, getting to know the team, letting them do their thing, just supporting as I can. But next year, like, I'm yeah. coming for it. Yeah, She's coming, man. Better watch out. Yeah. Whoa. I like it. Oh, yeah. We, we get basketball Cassie. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleveland yeah. Cassie. Yeah. Representing. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mama Mary, Cleveland Cla- Cassie. <laughs> there you you go. Know. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. We got it. I love it. I think it's time for her to spit some bars or something. No, you guys. No, uh, we got to let that go. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe so we'll get it go. tonight. Yeah, we'll get it tonight. Okay. Maybe, maybe. We, we, we make sure that uh, we have some video uh, capturing <laughs> some additional so, assets so, support. To the- 
podcast. Right. So, Cass, what's your uh, what's your what's your Instagram handle? How can um, people find you there? It's Cass Suskovic. So C A S S I S K O V I C, which is confusing, but I just wanted it to be my name. So, yeah, it's Cass Suskovic. Awesome. I would definitely uh, follow. And uh, how about the uh, any other uh, Instagram plugs or any? Um, the Alpha Parf is Alpha Parf US USA. Alpha Parf USA. Gotcha. Yeah. She had to refer to our lawyer again. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I just don't want to get it wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Alpha no, Parf no. USA. We truly appreciate you. No, Thank you, you guys, so I'm Dude, so, so grateful. This was awesome. I uh, am honestly super humbled that you guys even wanted me to be on. So. Oh, stop. Thank you. Yeah. Corey? <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm going to mess it up, aren't I? (laughs) B.O.G., let's hear it. (laughs) Hey, Cass, thanks for joining us on Your Day Off. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, Leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. (laughs) Yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, That's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.